What up, what up? It's your girl, Erica Michelle, and you're listening to my World on Fire radio podcast. I'm an oil-filled wife, mom, Christian, and full-time motivator. I've helped hundreds of women design a life they love, and now I'm here to help you too. I'm an online freelance speaker motivating women across the nation to better health, better marriage, and overall better life. I'm going to show you how to design a life you are excited to wake up to and thrive in every single day. So get ready for legit online motivation with applicable steps you can apply starting right now. Welcome to your new go-to resource for women serious about taking control of their health, wealth, and life. What up, what up, what up, world on fire? It's your girl EMB coming at you hot with this topic. And I don't know if A couple people are going to be ready for this revelation that I had, this epiphany that I had, this moment of enlightening that I had when it comes to addiction. And I don't mean drug and alcohol addiction. I don't mean addiction to most of the things you would think of when you hear the words addiction. I mean addiction to things that do not propel you forward, that do not put you in a goal-getting mindset, that do not do anything to facilitate your growth. Those are the types of addictions that I'm talking about. And you might be surprised at a couple of these. Some of these you might be like, yeah, I figured that. I was kind of feeling that. I knew that. I felt that before. I've, I've said the same things before. And then some of these might be ones that you just hadn't thought of because I hadn't thought of it until I had this moment of enlightenment. So hopefully you guys are ready for this. Fired up Monday to talk about this. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Addicted. What are you addicted to in your life? Because all of us have it. We call them vices. Whether it's nicotine, um, whether it's entertainment of some sort, television. I mean, people go on and on about binge watching something, right? You can open up any social media platform and somebody is either asking for the next binge worthy series or they just finished a binge worthy series or they are wrapped up in primetime television. I don't know. I've been, I've been all three before. I have been to watch series. I have been into primetime television looking forward to that next week episode when they left you with that cliffhanger and you're not sure if somebody's going to die or if so and so is going to get together or if somebody's going to figure out what betrayal happened behind their back and oh, you're just salivating for the next week until that next episode airs. That's addiction. Whether you're addicted to a post on social media and you keep checking back to see how many reactions and comments you're getting, that's an addiction. Whether you are going for another snack because food somehow fulfills your your stress eating or your anxiety or some sense of control in your life, so you just continue to keep eating, that's an addiction to food. We all battle these different addictions, and I just want to kind of encourage us to shift, swerve, and get addicted to some other things that actually propel you forward and help you towards your goals in life. I'm actually going to put out a challenge at the end of this that I want to encourage others to do, and I'm curious if anybody would be willing to do it or able to do it, even for just the short amount of time that I'm going to encourage this challenge. What I want to encourage you to do is get addicted to three things. So replace one of your obsessions Anybody that knows me knows I am 100% obsessed with Ray Dunn. If you don't know what Ray Dunn is, I don't know what rock you're living under, but it's okay. I don't need you to know because then that's just more for me to buy, okay? (laughs) Ray Dunn is ceramic 
It's it's clay, like coffee mugs and canisters and dinner plates and all sorts of other fun stuff. But whatever, that's not what this show is about. Anybody that knows me knows that I am obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with Ray Dunn. And I pretty much forced myself to slow down on it because while it is very cheap clay that you can get at any one of your local stores, it can kind of get really costly when you're buying like a whole lot of it to fill hutches and like y'all it's just a mess okay just trust me it's just a mess so I'm encouraging myself to slow down on that addiction and that obsession but what I want to encourage you guys to do is replace a negative obsession and by negative I mean one that does not help propel you forward right sitting on a couch binge watching a show while it provides entertainment does not help propel you forward into your goals. Whatever those goals are, whether they be business, health and wellness, uh, you know, mental stability, functionality, uh, just productivity around the house, productivity in your jobs, what it, whatever it is. That's what I mean when I say a negative obsession. So replace a negative obsession with a positive one, right? So instead of being addicted to television, instead of being addicted to social media, instead of being addicted to, I don't know, eating or whatever your obsession or ad- addiction is, get addicted to your results, Get addicted to your goals. Get addicted to God. Seriously, right? All of those things are going to propel you forward into something else. They are going to help you mentally, physically, and emotionally, okay? Trying to figure out what happened between the doctors on the number one medical show on primetime TV is that going to help you in your goals. It's just not. It's not even going to help you emotionally, right? Because you're going to be pissed off about whatever decision the writers decided to go with. Or you're going to be like heartbroken or whatever, right? It's going to jack you up emotionally. And I'm speaking from experience, okay? Don't judge me. I won't judge you. How about that? (laughs) Get addicted to those three things. Get addicted to your goals, get addicted to the results, and get addicted to God because you're going to need God to help you and facilitate and, and give you the strength you need to achieve whatever it is you're wanting to achieve in your business, health, wellness, life, okay? The biggest lie I ever told myself was that being on social media was my business, But this is my business. I market my business 100% online. So see, then it was acceptable when I was in the scroll hole because people were like, oh, she's just working. She's just working. I was even telling myself, oh, I'm just working. No, for a while I wasn't working. I was just scrolling like everybody else, looking for the next post to react to, looking for the next thing to either get upset about and go on a high horse diatribe of some sort, right? I mean, I can't be the only one that has been there before. But the biggest lie I ever told myself was being on social media was my business. And while, yes, you may be marketing a business 100% online, endlessly and mindlessly scrolling that social media is not your business. It's a lie we tell ourselves to make it acceptable for us to spend so much time on something. Because if it's not productive, if you're not using that tool to propel yourself forward in your business and it's not a productive intentional act it's an addiction I don't know if some of y'all are ready to hear that or not I'm not sure I was ready to hear it when I realized it or not hear it but when I had that moment of wow I wasn't ready for it but I am now and so I'm just sharing it with you guys perspective okay my business was helping people my business wasn't mindlessly scrolling social media it was helping people it was helping people with their weight loss and wellness goals it was helping people in their businesses um, mentoring them in the, in their businesses on how to propel it forward and to socially market in a way that is not spammy right that was my business my business wasn't to just be on social media 24 7 it wasn't and it's not for you either now whether you want to have that realization for yourself or not is totally up to you whether you're in that place in your business or not is totally up to you but I'm just presenting to you the information that helped liberate me from the addiction of social media. And if that's something that you find you're struggling with, this should be able to help you. Because what I found was while I was with my children 24-7, I homeschool, I operate my business 100% online, my children were literally with me 24 
24-7. My kids didn't go to daycare or childcare or, or, or anywhere else. Um, nobody, they didn't go to school. They were homeschooled. So I literally had ch- my children in my possession, in my, in my home, right up underneath me, 24-7. I can assure you there were days where I barely looked my children in their face because I was mindlessly scrolling Facebook saying, mommy is working. And if you have felt that tug before, that moment of self-awareness before, this episode should help you in some way, shape, or form, okay? Now, if you have a healthy balance of all the things and you know that you are being, you know, all the super things you can be in your life or you've got social media balanced with your home life balanced with all those things balanced, then this may not be something that's new to you. But if you are struggling in this area, like so many people I know and myself included were, this should help you. So what I want to encourage is to stop and actually abide by the times you set for yourself your operating hours, whatever those hours are, right? Because for some people, it's 8 to 10, 12 to 2, you know, in the evenings, if you work a full-time job in addition to your side hustle, maybe it's evening time for you. Maybe it's just the weekends. If you have to drop kids off to school first, maybe it's, you know, mid-afternoon while your kids are at school, whatever that is, set those hours for yourself. And those are the only hours you are on social media. Time blocking. You can absolutely 100% do this. And it's going to take some effort. And how you're going to realize you are in fact addicted to the reactions, to the conversation, to the comments, to the attention, you're going to struggle with putting your phone down. You're going to struggle just like I did. And then you're going to realize, whoa, this is in fact not just my business. This is an obsession and addiction. Because we are not addicted to the social media platform itself. We're addicted to the attention. We're addicted to seeing how well our content is by how many reactions and comments it gets. And you want to know how it's a problem when you're deeply, mentally, emotionally impacted when your content does not get the level of reactions you hoped it would or the number of comments you hoped it would. Or worse, you're comparing your post to someone else's post and it's not getting as much engagement as theirs is. And you somehow now feel inadequate, less than, or like that was such a terrible post that you're now going to take it down. That's addiction to the attention. And it's something that we all need to stop, take a step back, and really investigate what the intent behind that message was. And does it matter that it only reached three or four people versus three or four hundred people? Because when your content is intentional, reaching one person is success. But in this world where likes and attention and comments and all of those things have been equated to value, we struggle. Everybody's trying to get to influencer status. Everybody's looking to get sponsors and hundreds and thousands and millions of comments and reactions and followers and friends and whatever other line they come up with to put on social media to keep us addicted. I want to encourage turn off notifications. Turn off notifications. Yes, you operate your business 100% online. So yes, you do need to have a presence online. I'm not denying that fact. But turn off notifications so you can put your phone down. Because it's addicting when you see that notification and the little red numbers. You got to check to see who commented, who reacted, what did they say? How did they like it? How did it turn over? How did it go over? But if you turn notifications off, you can respect the time blocks you set for yourself because then you're not constantly being notified of something. Y'all, our phones 
are an addiction. Most people would say they can't even survive without their smartphone. You know, it's funny. My kids are constantly asking me for a phone. I need 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 a phone. No, you don't. You're with me 24-7, first of all. (laughs) Any of your activities that you do, I'm with you. So it's not like you have to get in contact with me in case you've been dropped off somewhere or you're at school and something happens and you need something or whatever. So no, you don't need a phone. And And when it does come to the time you do need a phone, nine times out of 10, it's not going to be a smartphone. It will be a flip phone where you can call, text, and dial 911 in the event of an emergency. (laughs) They're not too happy about that. I know, I'm a strict mama. I can't help it. But I see what we battle with as adults on smartphones. Why would I want to present that to my children at such a young age when they, number one, aren't ready for it? They don't need it. There are some, there, there are circumstances where children need phones. I'm not against children having phones. I'm against my children having phones, but that is for our unique circumstance and situation. I don't feel like with what most adults struggle with handling should be placed in a child's hand. That's just my opinion. No one has to agree with it. It is okay if you don't. I 100% respect your choice for you and your family. And I respect the freedom for you to have that choice for you and your family. But for me and my house, my children probably will not get a smartphone anytime soon until they get a job and they can buy one themselves. That Then that's their responsibility. That's their job. That's they, they, they want to pay their way for it. Then so be it. But the phone is an addiction because we are addicted to the notifications that, that our phones send out. We get an email. We got to check it. We get a Facebook reply or comment. We got to check it. We get an Instagram comment or or like or follow. We got to check it. A new tweet comes across our phone. We got to check it. No matter what it is, we've got all these notifications that are just being delivered right in our hands and we got to check it. So it, it, it inhibits your ability to function with everything else. That's just the truth of the matter. And I think if anyone was really taking a step back and wanting to have a real conversation with themselves, they would nine times probably agree. And we can all make justifications for how, oh, but I needed to have that conversation. It needed to last two hours when really I was supposed to be reading my Bible or cleaning my home or doing the kids laundry or grading papers if you homeschool or, you know, a a plethora of things, a slew of other things that should have been done. But we used the social media as a method to procrastinate on other responsibilities. And again, I'm speaking from experience. Anybody that knows me knows when I'm going through something, I get on the other side of it, get some perspective and then speak on it. Because if I have struggled with this very thing, I know somebody else has. Now, again, you may do this perfectly. You may be one of those people who know how to balance all of the things, who know how to put their phone down, who know how to still manage their household and their children and their sports activities and their business and everything online and put the phone down. You may be that perfect person that can do that. But I know for myself, it was a struggle. And for many others that I talk to, it's a struggle. And if we want to have real conversations with ourselves about this, we can take a step back and look like, you know what? I would like to try this challenge. And not because somebody told you to, but because somehow something in this message resonated with you and it spoke to your heart. We're so wrapped up in what social media is saying. We stop listening to what God is saying in our circumstances and situations. So we overlook those calls that we're getting. We overlook those moments of of being compelled to make a decision and make a change and make a move for ourselves because what's on social media is screaming very loudly and it's telling us to do something different. So we stop listening to the one voice that matters. And whether you're a Christian or not, maybe this part doesn't suit you. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm speaking to those specifically trying to find that balance in their lives and trying to hear that call from God so that they know they are stepping into his purpose and his will for their life and they're doing exactly what it is they were destined to do. When we focus so much on social media, we forget and we don't hear the real messages we should be hearing because we're too busy paying attention to what our friends said on social media. 
to what those reactions told us on social media, to what people said in the comments on social media. And then our entire value is wrapped up in a social media site with millions and billions of other ideas and opinions. And then you take those on as your own identity. Have you really stopped to think about what your identity is any longer outside of what the world tells you you should be? I want to encourage everybody for seven days, just seven, just turn off notifications. That's it. I'm not saying delete the app. I'm not saying don't go and engage on social media. Just turn off the notifications. And then when your time block comes up for you to work your business or whatever, then go check those notifications authentically when you are ready to, when you have taken care of all the other things you needed to take care of, scheduling appointments and whatever else it may have been, you take care of those things and then back to social media. So then it becomes a scheduled appointment with yourself and with those people that are engaging. Not having the notification allows you to have more control and focus on the things that make a difference in your goals. That's what I've got for you today. Who's going to take the challenge? Go ahead and, you know, let us know, leave a review, comment on our page, whatever it is. Let us know who's going to take the challenge for seven days. Just turn off notifications to social media. So your phone isn't blowing up with red numbers 24 seven. And you could actually take some time to stop, think, self-reflect and reassess where you're at in your life, your goals, your position, your place, and really look at where do I want to go from here? I think this is the perfect time to do this and the perfect opportunity and in light of everything that's going on in the world right now, self-reflection and reconnection with God is what is really important. And when you free up your time to do that, you might find it's refreshing. You might find it is liberating. You might find some answers to those questions that you've been asking yourself. So hopefully, again, just seven days. Anybody could do anything for seven days, right? Just give it a whirl. I'm Erica Michelle Best. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of World on Fire Radio. I will see you next week with another Fired Up Monday. Y'all enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in to another free episode of World on Fire. Now, don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, it would knock my socks off if you would leave a review if this episode served you. I promise to read each and every comment. And if you share with me on Instagram, I'll share it too. See you on the flip side.